Hello, and welcome to Cherry Beckert's podcast for real estate and construction, where we discuss developing trends and market dynamics, as well as tax and accounting tips that may impact you and your business. I'm Shannon Makoshi, a tax senior manager in Cherry Beckert's real estate group. I have over 20 years of experience in the real estate tax world. My co-host is Mark Cooter, tax partner with the firm and the head of our real estate and construction practice. And we're both coming to you from our office right here in Greenville, South Carolina. In previous podcasts in this series, we've discussed benefits of investing in an opportunity zone fund. These are often referred to as QOFs, Q-O-Fs, that stands for Qualified Opportunity Fund. We learned that an investor with capital gains can invest in a QOF and achieve three primary benefits. First, they can defer recognition of certain gains until December 31st, 2026. Second, they can permanently eliminate 10 to 15% of that gain, depending on the timing of their investment. And third, if they hold that investment for at least 10 years, they can avoid gain on the appreciation of the asset that's held in the fund. Today, we're going to discuss events that investors will want to avoid in order to keep the deferred gain actually deferred. The IRS calls these inclusion events while you hold the investment as they can cause the income deferred to be included sooner than planned in your income tax return. So while there are several requirements that must be met with QAF investments, these are the triggering events you're going to want to avoid. Mark, can you tell us what our listeners and potential QAF investors should not be doing during that holding period to avoid having to include it in income? Thanks, Shannon. This is definitely an important issue for our listeners. Uh, There are many benefits, as you discussed, of investing in a QAF, and the benefits of investing in a QAF are premised upon the requirement that the same eligible taxpayer generally be treated as continuing to hold the same interest in the investment and thereby continue to bear the income tax results of holding that interest. So specific inclusion events would constitute cashing out of that investor's qualifying investment and they wouldn't be in the same shoes as they originally started. The gain which the deferral election applies is included in the income in the taxable year of the earlier of the date of the inclusion event or December 31st, 2026. This is definitely an important issue because some of the topics you mentioned above are the benefits of the investment opportunity zone are some of the deferral and the non-recognition issues. And these are are items that may cause acceleration of that income before 2026 or may cause you not to get the ultimate benefit of of the QAF. So the IRS gives us certain information about what's going to be considered an inclusion event as well as certain examples. First, the event reduces the investor's direct interest in the investment. This could be considered an inclusion event. So this implies that a change in ownership of some kind Uh, could create an inclusion event. Second, the investor receives a distribution of the underlying property. So if the QAF distributes the property that it invested in to its investor and is no longer held by the QAF, this could create an inclusion event. A third item to consider if the investor claims the investment is worthless. By doing this, This could create an inclusion event where the gain that they originally deferred is accelerated because they've now said that the investment that they made is now worthless and trying to take a deduction. And then last, fourth, the QAF loses its status as a QAF. So 
the whole benefit is premised around you meeting certain guidelines under the Opportunity Zone regulations. If the QAF loses the benefit under those regulations, uh, which are tested annually, then you could end up losing the benefit that you had outlined earlier. So it sounds like the IRS has given you a specific list of what these inclusion events are. Can you give us some practical examples of what these inclusion events might look like in the life of our investors? Sure. So here's a couple of examples or events to consider. So a sale or a liquidation of the underlying asset of the investment. Um, that obviously is going to be an inclusion event because you've deferred gain in order to make this investment. And so if that investment is sold before some of these events, these event tests occur, that could be included or accelerate the income that the IRS has allowed you to defer. If this sort of event happens, and also really any inclusion event, things should be considered as far as how do I cure that event? Well, if a sale has occurred, one could consider that you reinvest into another quaff and thereby defer the gain again. Your time clock starts ticking again for this, your 10-year hold period, but you have deferred the gain. And then the other opportunity might be to consider a 1031 exchange where perhaps you 1031 exchange your proceeds into another qualified opportunity zone and thereby avoid the gain recognition of the inclusion event. Another inclusion event to consider would be a transfer by reason of gift. So you cannot merely step into the shoes of the original investor and maintain the same beneficial income tax rights under this program. It really needs to be the same investor that had put the money in. There are certain exceptions to this rule, um, such as if the original investor puts it into a grantor trust, a grantor trust may be ignored for income tax purposes and therefore it's ignored as a gift for the Qualified Opportunity Zone regulations. But care should be taken in the fact that a grantor trust, if that grantor trust status is turned off, that could constitute an inclusion event and therefore accelerate the income being included in the investor's return. It's also of note to say that the tra a transfer at death would not be an inclusion event, um, but the beneficiary who receives that investment may be required to include the deferred gain into income at a later date. Also, if the estate or the beneficiary sells that, then you go back to my original example that you've had a sale or liquidation, and that could be considered an inclusion event by the estate or beneficiary that sold that interest. Another inclusion event to consider or avoid is a transfer due to divorce. So care definitely should be given during a divorce proceedings as far as which assets are being split by the separating spouses. And the original investor should con consider continuing to own that quaff in order to continue to maintain the benefits of that investment. Other things, as I mentioned before, where if the uh, ownership of the direct reduces or changes, that could be considered an inclusion event. Some items there might be a conversion from an S corporation or C corporation to a partnership or disregarded entity. This is, would be considered a change in the QAF and therefore an inclusion event or vice versa from a partnership to an S corporation or C corporation. Also a change that could be considered an inclusion event. Another inclusion event might be liquidation of a corporate owner of a QAF. If that liquidation occurs, 
the corporate owner is considered to sell all its underlying assets in that liquidation. And one of those assets would be the QAF and therefore would be an inclusion event and accelerate that gain. So those are a couple of examples to consider and definitely to try to avoid so that you don't have to bring that income earlier or don't lose the benefits of your QAF. Thanks, Mark. Those are all great reminders for our clients and the things they need to avoid as they navigate this new tax opportunity. Stay tuned for our next podcast, our fourth and final on QAFs, which will be released in the next couple of weeks, where Ron Wainwright and Jason Horde talk with us about final post-tenure dispositions and how it affects investors. We look forward to having you listening again. In the meantime, if you have any questions or need further information, please visit us on the web at cbh.com. Thank you.